I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Before I get into today's episode, I'd like to introduce you to Merida Siget Consulting. Through my Finding Myself journey, I've learned a lot, and I'd like to use what I've learned to help you live the life that you want to live. Change and transformation sometimes can be scary and confusing. I'd like to support you to find the joy in the journey and be the person that you want to be. Increased positivity, mindset shifts, and an action plan can get you on the right path to the life that you have always wanted. Check out my website at www.meredithsiget.com. Let me spell that for you. Meredith, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H, Siget, S-I-G-E-T. There, you can schedule a free 20-minute discovery call and check out everything that I have to offer. Let me know that you're a listener. I want to show extra special love to all of my listeners out there. Welcome to Finding Myself Podcast. I am Meredith Siget. I am the host here on this podcast. This podcast is about positivity, productivity, living intentionally, and finding the joy. I started this podcast so that I could find myself. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm 33 episodes in, and I'm still finding myself and really enjoying the journey. I'm doing some planning for the next six months of this podcast, and I have so many places that I want to go and and research and get inspired from. I am so excited to take this journey. And it is really neat for me that I'm in this podcast for over a year and this journey of finding myself, and I'm still enjoying it. I'm still wanting to go other places, and I'm still finding out a lot of things about me and how other things, such as nature and the environment that I'm in, my mindset, how that all impacts who I am. And the biggest thing for me is that living intentionally, really choosing to do things, how I spend my time, how I spend my energy. That is something that is so important to me, and I learn that every time I go and do one of these podcast episodes. So today's episode, that's episode 33, is Let's Get Our Planning On. Before we get there, though, if you indulge me a little bit to diverge just a tad bit for a couple minutes on on two different things. One, I got to share one of these podcasting life funnies. I am sitting here in my closet. I've been, uh, during this quarantine time, I've been taking to recording in my closet just because of where it's located in my house. I can do it and minimize uh, more of the sounds at the time. Uh, When I'm in my normal studio, it's when everyone's asleep. So I don't have those noises. But right now with people up and around the house, I, I have noises. So I am in a makeshift studio and I was not getting the sound that I needed. I'm like, what is going on? This is a brand new mic. And then I realized I was on mute. podcasting life one of those little funnies you know before I was gonna throw the mic out the window I needed to check all of my uh, buttons such as the mute button 
the next thing I want to share with you, as you heard in the beginning of this podcast, I am a coach. I'm a self-development, life coach, get-her-done kind of coach, and finding the joy in the journey. And this uh, being the month of June, June in 2020, June is my birthday month, and I want to share a special deal with you guys. Because it is my birthday month, because we're coming off of this quarantine COVID, I want to do something special and give back to you guys and help you move along on your goals and your journey and to support you with that. So I've got two offers that are going out in the month of June. I have my 30 for 30. So 30 minutes for $30. It's an opportunity for you maybe to just get some clarity on what you're working on. It may be just to ask me some questions to get some direction on where you should go with what you're working on. Or maybe we're just going to hone in on what actually you want to work on. Um, So that would be 30 minutes it's not, there's no time commitment. There's no guarantee that you'll come back and work for with me if you want to. That's perfectly fine and we can talk about that. But if you just need that one time, let's sit down, let's organize my thoughts and let's make something happen, that would be the 30 for 30. The second offer I have for you is my life audit program. So if you listen to episode two, Life Audit, that was that was and is a very popular episode. I get a lot of comments on that episode, and that is probably my number two downloaded episode. Mm, I'd have to check on that, but it's right up there in the top five if it's not number two. And that episode really had some good information from that episode and some additional information and uh, resources that I've acquired. I have put together a three-part program. So the program is divided into three 45-minute sessions to really clarify who you are, your mission statement, your goals, where you're spending your time, and doing some comparison so you can come away with that program, understanding where you're putting your energies and maybe where you need to be putting your energies. So it's a great clarifying program to just get you started and moving forward. So that program, again, is a three is three 45-minute sessions for $150. If you are interested in either of those programs, feel free to find me on Facebook, Meredith Siget Consulting, or you can always email me at thefindingmyself at gmail.com or meredithsiget at gmail.com. You can find me in so many different places also on Instagram too, but I'd be more than willing to chat with you, talk with you about the two offers. I'm going to be honest with you, they're great offers. Life coaching is uh, a, an investment. Um, it definitely is an investment that is worth doing. Uh, but since we're just coming off of this COVID, trying to get back on track and moving forward, and it's my birthday month. Hey, let's all celebrate together. Uh, I'm making those offers and those deals. I'm not sure those deals are going to return. So I just want you to kind of take advantage of them now. So thank you very much. And moving on. So this hopefully will give you that start, jump start that you might need to get June going and also to get the last six months of this year going. 
I don't know about you guys, but when I sat down to do my plans for 2020, I did not include a pandemic. I did not include economic downturn. I did not include all of these crazy things that are happening to us right now. And my plans really need to shift. I really need to look at doing some other things, tweaking, and also changing my expectations. Um, So I personally am sitting down at this time to, one, plan out what the month of June is going to look like and what I want to get out of the month, but also this next six months where I'm going. I mentioned I'm going to be looking at six months for the podcast, uh, where that content is going to take me, and then also just some of the other programs such as my coaching and my life, where I want it to go. In doing that, I thought, hey, why don't I take my listeners on that journey with me? I did also do a Facebook Live on this topic, and some of my listeners popped on and give me, gave me some suggestions and some recommendations, so I'm going to be adding that in here too. So with planning, I, I'm not sure where you sit on the spectrum of planners. I am a planner fanatic, and I don't necessarily mean the, the paper kind of planner, but just that's my personality. I am a planner. You can ask my mom. I have been planning things since I was a little. I used to wake up in the morning and ask my mom, so what's the plans for today? What are we doing today? And I'll tell I'll be honest and she'll tell you this too. I stuck to that. If she told me that we were going to the pool at nine o'clock, at nine o'clock, I expected us to go to the pool. Okay. Maybe I was a little rigid on my thinking. I've grown from then, but I still very much am a planner. My thoughts are, if we don't know where we're going, we don't know how we're going to get there. And we're just really never going to get there. Because hoping and praying and just expecting something to fall out of the sky doesn't mean that we're going to actually achieve our goals or get where we want to be. So looking at the new month of June, a new month, I don't know about you, but I love when we get to new month. I feel like a breath of fresh air. I get to try new things. I get to accomplish new things. And I need to, or I I get to, I'll be honest, my brain is saying control. Um, I'm not sure that gives the right tone, but I get to be part of the process of what I want to get done. Because I don't know about you in life situations and working situations. At times, I'm always reactionary, that I don't get to be the proactive or put steps in place. I've just got to react to what is put upon me. So the planning part allows me to put my stamp on it, to put my opinion into it, and really do something that I want to do or that gives me joy or that is going to give me the benefits, move me forward in life that I want. Now, looking at the second half of the year, I don't know if a lot of people do this. I I do look at the quarters and I do look at the halves of the year and use that as benchmark times to one, hold me accountable to the goals that I have put in place, but also gives me another chance to adjust things or look at things differently for the next period of time. So if we're looking at the second half of the year, I'm going to be looking at setting goals. 
I'm going to be looking at establishing routines, getting in good habits or achieving out of life what we want based on those habits, and also being intentional with my time and my energy, less of that reactionary and more of that being proactive or intentional with my time. And and I really bring up energy because I think energy is something that we take for granted or that gets lost in our process. But if we're putting our energies into something that we don't want to do, we're depleting a resource that we need to push us forward to do the things that we want to do. So I'm really conscious about energy and where I'm putting that energy because I want that resource. My energy is very valuable. Any moms and dads out there, you know energy is very valuable because you don't have an unlimited amount. I'm an older mom. I do not have an unlimited amount of energy. So I need to make sure that I'm spending my energy where it's going to get me what I want or what I need. So I I need to really be conscious of that. So I'm really one that I like my resources and planning. I, you guys know, I'm a planner fanatic as far as an actual written planner with calendars and all that kind of good stuff. If you saw my Facebook Live, you might have been a little like, whoa, girl, you got a lot of resources to put in, put plans into. And I understand not everyone is like me, but I'm hoping that maybe in hearing some of the resources that I use, it gives you an idea that might work for you. So one thing and resource that's really good in planning and achieving what you want is a good morning routine. And this is something that I've talked about in my Facebook group. Um, This is something that I'm learning is more and more important because I'm a person, to be honest with you, I will hit the snooze as many times as I can. I plan the time that my alarm clock goes off so that I can hit the snooze one, two, or three times. I like to be in bed. I like to sleep. So morning is not my, hey, I'm up at 4.30 in the morning getting things done. But even with that being said, there are some morning routines that will work for me and I need to tweak them. And so right now I'm testing out some morning routines and some things that I want to do just to be more productive. One of the things that I learned is that we can have options in morning routines. It's not a one size fits all. There's also that opportunity of having the full options, like what would my preferred morning routine be? Boom, ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. But then there's going to be those days that I can't control. Either there's a timing issue where I need to get up earlier, or maybe there's a possibility of a, a sick child, or maybe there's a child who's just not letting me do my routine. So then I've come up with this phrase, not giving up option. So the NGU, not giving up, it's just kind of my bare minimum. It's it's what is going to propel me and keep me in my routine, but it isn't the full routine. And I love having those options because if we have options, then in our mind, we don't look like we're failing. We don't look like we're giving up. We don't look like we're not getting it done. So morning routines, as you guys are probably aware of, include things like gratitude. I know Rachel, who was on episode 12, 
the confidence through your body language shared with us that she is also using the one-minute gratitude journal that I've posted a few times. So I bet she's using that in the morning. Just a one-minute quick thing gratitude, a prompt out there of what you are grateful for. Great way to start the day. Meditations. Oh gosh, there are so many easy meditations out there that go along with your day. Courtney and I in the 25 Meets 40 talked about Coffee Zen. It's a book and there's different meditations that you can do just with drinking your coffee. So that may work into your time schedule. I have also put out there in the Facebook group about shower meditations. So again, we're already showering, we're already drinking our coffee, but how can we incorporate those meditations into that morning routine? There might be some journaling, and this is something that I'm looking forward to doing, to just do some free writing, to get some thoughts out there, get my brain going, and also be in a positive mindset to start the day. So journaling is another great way to start. And lastly, it was Courtney who actually gave me this idea, and I've run with it. She gave it to me, and I thought it was super easy, but super wonderful. Courtney is really big into essential oils right now. It's a lifestyle for her. And so it was very easy for her to suggest to me about essential oils that help your day start for different different things that you could do from waking up in the morning to being energized, uh, to being confident, to being inspired, to be motivated. There's different blends that you can use. So I'm testing out a few different blends on this. And I'm also just doing certain ones that are grounding. Um, I And I, I will say, I did try one day a certain blend that was just one of those get up and go blends to be confident and to be motivated. And man, I had a fabulous job or <laughs> I had a fabulous day at work. I was creating. I was on the computer. Man, I was in the zone. And it was later in the day when I was reflecting about being in this zone, I was like, oh, I wonder if it was the essential oils. Um, it, it was really great. So I you know, thank Courtney for adding that to my routine because I do think that it's working. I also showed on my Facebook Live a certain type of planner sheets. I have a weekly sheet that it's pretty basic where it's just the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and there's blocks for it. These blocks are larger than what you would get in a calendar or a planner. So I can write things for that day, um, put notes or put um, my specific schedule of time. But it allows me to look at my week all in one block and move things around or uh, tell people when I have availability. That really has helped me put some things in perspective, gives me a weekly perspective on things. I do also have a daily sheet. The daily sheet I actually have been loving and I'm going to continue using it through the summer because I think it really helped me be productive. So the daily sheet, in I'll post um, pictures of these sheets in the Facebook group so you guys can see what I'm talking about. I have uh, I've two of the daily sheets, two different versions that I showed on my Facebook Live. But it's an opportunity to put your schedule down for the day, so your time schedule. It asks you questions like, what's your focus for the day? So I have had an opportunity to think each morning, what do I want my focus to be? Is it productive? Is it friendly? Is it positive? Some people do pick a word of the day to keep them going. 
Then there's upper opportunities, different uh Daily sheets have different things about uh, hydrating yourself, about um, um, your meal planning. That's what it is. Your meal planning, if there's any other types of notes, and anything that you want to set intentions for. Um, and then lastly, the the sheet that I'm currently using, at the end of the day, I get to review and say, what was one good thing that happened that day? I really enjoyed that. I originally thought, oh, I won't fill that out. But I really like it because it allows me to go back in my day and end my day on a positive note. So I really have enjoyed that more than I thought I would. And it's keeping me on track. So that one is really good. I also encourage reviewing your planners. You know, if you have a digital planner, if you have a paper planner, just going back through your planner to see what you've written down your notes. If your planners have any extra spaces that ask you questions, such as the goals. You've seen my planner out there. I have long-term goals. I have short-term goals. I have monthly goals. I have monthly vision boards. And so reviewing all of those things that I have put in place is really helpful for me to look from month to month or from, you know, for the next six months to use what I already have going on so that it can help me continue with the plans that I have. There's something that one of my listeners and someone that I follow on Instagram suggested to me. So Trisha Sightmore, she's also on Instagram by that same name. She, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful woman I followed on Instagram, had a chance to talk with recently, bought her book, if you saw that post in the Facebook group, and I'm uh, planning on having her on the podcast because I think she has a really interesting story and I think she really has that get up and go she has that mentality and again she's going to be part of my circle of positivity because she's got some great things to say she suggested to me project management software I gotta be honest with you here for a planner personality like me, this was like planning on steroids. I was doing some research on this project management software. I pulled up some articles. I looked at um, this type versus that type. Man, it was like, it, it, it was just planners on steroids. It was awesome. And there are different planner uh, project management software. There's some that you'll use traditionally for work and working with teams of people. But then there's some that adapt to your personal life or maybe a freelancer or someone who's working in a solo business. There are different ways of using it, integrating with calendars, using a card system, um, it, very much a visual like if you are a visual person and a visual planner this will totally make sense to you and you will just absolutely love it i've started to work with the project management software i am looking currently i'm using trello uh, seems like a pretty easy software to use and i'm going to be using it with some of my website updates um, but I see the application to so many other things, too. So I think that if you are a planner, you got to look at the project management software. Additionally, there's a lot of free versions. Uh, so it's not something that you have to, have to invest in. There are some paid packages, um, but you do not have to invest in anything. You can try it out. Maybe really interesting to use this 
uh, software, if you are doing any type of renovations at home, if you're planning any type of large family vacations, um, anything like that, I think it really could work well to really organize that project. But also as an individual, I think you could find it applicable to different things that you are doing in your life. Oh, you know what? Trisha actually suggested, now that I remember this, she suggested when you're um, searching for jobs that this was a really good way to use the software because you have different jobs that you have submitted paperwork to or you've interviewed and it's a way to keep track of the jobs that you have applied to and what part of the process that you're in. And I thought that was fabulous because we know that trying to get a job is like a full-time job. It's a lot to organize, it's a lot to remember, and it's a lot to do in the different pieces. So I know that there are, are people out there that unfortunately have lost their job due to our, our COVID uh, financial downturn, economic downturn. Uh, so maybe this is a new way to help you stay organized as you're looking for a new job. Or if you're looking to upgrade in jobs, I know that we've all kind of been affected and maybe there's something new that you're looking for. So maybe check out that project management software. If you do and you find that one that you love, please let me know because, again, this is like planner paradise. Please let me know. So looking at our monthly planning, and if I'm in my planner or using any of my monthly sheets, things that I want to look at to be productive, time blocking. This is something that I have dabbled in and have found great success in where I'm going to block out certain times of either the week or the day or the month where I'm going to get certain tasks done. And that's when that task is getting done. And I kind of feel settled and put my efforts and energy in at that time. There are a lot of different ways that you can time block different things. Uh, Things that I'm going to use it for is during the week, I want to identify certain days of the week for certain types of exercise between weights and cardio and allowing myself to have or my muscles to have the rest and to make sure that I'm doing everything that I should be doing. If I identify that certain days of the week are for certain types of exercise, I'll just be a little bit more intentional and conscious about what I'm doing. Now also, you want to be realistic about your time allocation. This is something that I happen to fall into a bit, is I always think it's going to take less time to do something than it really does. So make sure that you're realistic with the time allocation. Uh, Make sure you're giving yourself enough time. But also on the flip side, if you give yourself too much time, then you're going to spend more energy on it than you really need to. And I've talked about this before, and I think it was some Facebook Lives, where if you give yourself two weeks to do a activity or task that only takes 20 minutes, you're going to expend a lot more energy thinking about it, maybe fretting about it, having it hang over your head and feeling that pressure, And it's just going to be more energy than it's really worth than actually just putting the 20 minutes in. So make sure you're giving yourself realistic, not too much and not too little. You also want to plan things to look forward to. 
You want to plan something fun in. I use this uh, task because it helps me get through those down times or those boring times or those tough times when I know that I'm working towards something. That may be the reward that you've put at the end or at a uh, milestone of your goal. It may be scheduling in some of that self-care that you know at a certain time, I'm going to need some self-care. I'm going to look forward to giving myself a facial. I'm going to look forward to taking that bath. I'm going to look forward to sitting down and reading that book. Whatever that self-care might be for you, schedule in, plan in those things so you have it to look forward to. I want to remind you guys, so 21 days is what's needed to create a new habit. So in one month, you can create one new habit. And that's awesome. That's one way of changing things to make the positive impact that you want. To live life the way you want to live. So maybe each month you choose a new habit that you want to get rid of. Or a new habit that you want to create and work on that. And again, 21 days is what you need. And lastly, when you're planning for the month, I want you to break those goals down into smaller steps. So if you have something that you want to accomplish by the end of the month, what does the first week look like? What does the second week look like? The third and the fourth week? What do you need to accomplish within those weeks to essentially accomplish your overall goal? Now, this is also something that you would do if you're looking into the long-term planning of half year. Of course, you want to break those big goals into smaller steps. So very much the same concept, but in a different time frame. So for a long-term planning goal, if we've got six months, maybe we break it down by each month, this is what we need to do. Or this is this month I need to focus on this part of my larger goal. I did this when I worked on my website. I knew I wanted different things done or milestones accomplished at certain times. So then I had to work within those milestones to see how I got to that point. You know, I broke down the website that I wanted to pick a domain for my website by this time. I wanted to educate myself on how to create the website and be ready to go by this time. I wanted to have a skeleton outline of my website by this time. I wanted to be able to have something for others to view and try before I went live by this time. And I gave myself time to um, to correct anything, to tweak anything, to work out the bugs before it actually went live. So giving yourself those, those milestones, breaking it down into smaller steps so that you can accomplish what you want to accomplish. As I mentioned in monthly planning, you still want to set those rewards. And again, it doesn't have to be the reward at the end of the goal when you accomplish it. But with each step, reward yourself. You know, give yourself a pat on the back. Take yourself out to lunch. Get a foofy Starbucks drink. Whatever it may be, recognize what you have accomplished because that will actually take you further in what you're accomplishing. If you feel good about what you're doing, you're going to continue doing it. It is really a good idea, much like you're hearing me say those milestones or benchmarks, set those so that you have a way to hold yourself accountable. That you know by this time, I need to to get this done. And if you don't, you know you're playing catch up. I don't know about you, but I hate playing catch up. I would rather work on what I need to work on instead of 
all of this because it's overwhelming. So use those benchmarks, use those milestones to keep you on track in doing what you need to do. There may be some other ways that you held yourself accountable to. Maybe you have an accountability a a partner. Maybe you're working with a coach who holds you accountable to what you've said you're going to do. Maybe you've got a friend, a family member, a coworker who's going to check in with you at a certain time to see where you are. You know yourself. You know what you need to stay accountable. There are times with certain certain types of tasks, and it depends on the task, where I am able to hold myself accountable. Other times I ask my husband to hold us or me accountable. And sometimes I reach out to um, peers that I know get the project or task that I'm doing and I touch base with them or I say, hey, can we circle back together? I'd like to go over this with you and get your opinion on it. So I want to have that task done by the time I want their opinion. I don't want to come to them and say, oh, you know, I really didn't get it done. That's a waste of their time. That's a waste of my time. And I look bad in their eyes. So it's a way for me to set that milestone accountability time time with someone who understands the project or task that I'm working on. Much like that general sense of being realistic about the time allocations, you need to be real with your time. If you know that there are certain things going on during um, certain times of the year, recognize that. Don't think, oh, I'm going to power through it. I'm going to push through it and I'm going to do it anyways, because that's just setting yourself up for failure. So if you know that you've got a project that's due by the end of the calendar year, you know that there's a lot of things going on in December and November and possibly in October because of holidays, because of birthdays, because of uh, weddings, activities, different things like that. Make sure that you're planning so that you can get everything done even with those other possible distractions, we'll call them, other places to put your time and energy. Make sure you're real about that because that will get in your way, that will derail you and also stress you out and you don't need to be stressed. Totally don't need to be stressed. Now, during those times where you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling like, oh, is this ever gonna get done or why am I doing this? I want you to go back to that why. Revisit why am I putting my energy into this goal? Why am I trying to achieve this habit? Because sometimes we just need to revisit that why to keep us on track and to keep us moving forward. And that's the motivation. It's the motivation, the inspiration that has gotten us where we're going, that has gotten our butt out of the seat that has gotten us moving and thinking and growing. So sometimes we just need to go back to the why. And it might be an opportunity to journal a little bit, little bit about the why, um, maybe talk to some other people about the why, and just get that fire in your belly that you had at the beginning of the process. And I love that, that fire in your belly that says, I want to do this. I want to get this done. It's important to me. Oh, I feel like I went through a lot, but I got to be honest with you, there is so much more that I could say about planning. This really is an area that I, uh, I just love. I know that sounds weird, but it's my personality. And there's so many different ways of doing planning. 
my way might not be a way that works for you. You may have some great strategies that would work for me. Please share. Um, planning just, I think, the one thing that I have to say is it's got to work for you. If you feel burdened by writing everything down and having this planner and this sheet and this software, then don't do that. Do a piece of it that makes sense to you or do a piece of it that makes sense to that task that you are doing. Make this about you and what you are accomplishing. Be intentional with your time and your energy and realistic with what you want to accomplish. And I know that you can and will accomplish it. I I think at certain points in our life, we go on autopilot. And we think that's just what's left in life is we just go to autopilot. We get up in the morning. We do our morning tasks. We go to work. We do our work tasks. We come home. And there's that routine of, you know, maybe taking the kids to soccer practice, coming home, getting dinner, watching TV, and going to bed. And life doesn't have to be that mundane. You don't have to go on autopilot. You can accomplish things that you never thought that you could accomplish. You can accomplish things you never dreamed to accomplish. I love the stories of people who at any age have come up with an idea and they've run with it and they've made it happen and you can see the joy in their face. And I wish that for everyone, just to continue with that joy in life. We only have one life. Let's live it to its fullest. All right, I think I'm going to end there. If not, I'm probably going to get a little too preachy. (laughs) Thank you so much for allowing me to just go on about planning. Um, I... If there is anyone who has any more suggestions for me, um, or if you have questions about planning, uh, please look at the Facebook group. I will be posting some more information about planning. I will be putting out some of these resources that I have shared with you, um, just for us to have some discussion and dialogue about this. We can accomplish so much, even with the limitations and the restrictions that we're currently given, and that realistically, we're going to be given in the future. And I don't necessarily mean COVID, but that comes up in life. There are hurricanes, there are illnesses, there is, you know, as I say, crap happens in life. Um, But we can overcome them and we can persevere through them. So let me know if I can support you, if I can help you out. Remember right now that I'm running those offers, the 30 for 30 or my life audit program for $150. I'd love to work with you. I'd love to talk with you. So go ahead and hit me up. So I'm just going to sign off for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and being a part of this finding myself journey. It really means a lot to me. Thank you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time. 